from the News Channel 5 Network, this is the Tecus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. Good morning and welcome to Tecus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. I'm Barbara McGinnis. Just like always, today we're going to be talking about issues that relate to advanced age, chronic illness, and unexpected illness and disability. And I'm your co-host, Tim Takis, and in this segment, we are joined by Amber Lovelady, who is the Director of Investor Education for the State of Tennessee, to learn about the different types of investment fraud. Our topic today is elder abuse, elder exploitation, mm -hmm. financial exploitation, and we have an expert on that today from the State of Tennessee. Welcome, Amber. Thank you for having me. So what is investment fraud? So on its most basic, investment fraud is going to be the fraudulent selling of investments or, or the seeding <coughs> and selling of investments or the advising of investments. So the selling is going to be when someone makes up a company and says, oh, we need to invest in this company that doesn't exist. Gotcha. While your advising is going to be when someone says, oh, this is a guaranteed investment. Well, there's nothing guaranteed right. with investing, so. So selling, advising, and then what was the other one? No, just selling and advising, selling but and it's advising. either the, that fraudulent aspect okay. or the deception with it. Okay. It's really based on the intent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So who usually commits investment fraud? So this is such an interesting question because I think we all have expectations of what that person looks like, right? <laughs> but it really could be anyone, and it could be anything, even the most advanced, the least advanced. So what we always encourage our Tennessee investors to do is just really know your investments and research that ahead of time. Just be careful with what you're investing in um, and ask questions and be smart about it. And that should be a good so, way to prevent yourself. So when you say who, when we ask like who usually commits them, yeah. are we talking about people who um, are they like ordinary banks or financial institutions or whatever? Are we talking about like a special type of criminal or? I think. I guess what I'm getting yeah. at is, is that, I mean. What we, are their qualities perhaps? Yeah, or, or, you know, we know there's a lot of financial institutions in the area. Sure. I mean, are those the ones that are really doing this or are we talking about like outlier people or, you know, other people that maybe are yeah, kind I, of just sort of sketchy? And, mean, I, and I think that's the point of saying it could be anyone or anything gotcha. because we definitely see it all across the board. Um, but I think some of the characteristics we really see are people that are very pushy people, aggressive people, really forcing you to have this investment. They want you to make a decision quickly. Mm -hmm. um, okay, that's good. And, yeah. that, and that sort of thing. And right. people who um, don't want you to ask questions, who are not um, any probably legitimate business, they're mm -hmm. going to have the answers to your question, right? Like if you ask, what does this paper look like? What is, can you explain this to me? Can you help me understand this? They're going to be able to. And your more fraudulent practices are gonna be individuals who really can't because they're not intending to make something legitimate to begin with. Okay. Right, mm -hmm. and the goal is not for you to understand your investment. The goal is for you to sign here so they yes. can make money. exactly, right. exactly. Okay. So, so it's not like the you know, it's, it's not like big XYZ Bank in downtown Nashville generally that it's doing these sorts of things. I don't. I I, would, I always am care. I don't want to say that it's. I know we don't want to yeah. say that. That's why <laughs> like, I didn't. That's why I don't want. I don't want to pick out some particular yeah. bank no. because you never know. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to assume. Let's just assume that the big banks or whatever it is. That's not really who we're looking at here. That's not typically who we see. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So what are some common investment scams that you're seeing out there? So I think with technology, they're changing all the time, right? We're seeing 
all different types, but our foundational ones that we that everything comes from is mm -hmm. going to be your pyramid schemes, your Ponzi yeah. schemes, mm -hmm. um, affinity fraud, and and churning. But your really big ones are your pyramid schemes and your Ponzi schemes. Pyramids and Ponzi's. Mm -hmm. So Ponzi is going to be your robbing from Peter to pay Paul concept. It's where mm -hmm. you're paying off an old an old debt with new money. Um, that's your Bernie Madoff, right? That yeah. is what how that looks. Uh -huh. While your pyramid scheme is this business model where you make money from getting re recruiting people and not selling the product. Mm -hmm. That's what that looks like. Um, it's really, you can't make money purely on the product alone. It's going to be that. And it, it topples down because eventually the product's too saturated and there's yeah. not people buying it and there's right. not people to recruit in it anymore and that's mm -hmm. how it collapses. Mm -hmm. those, are, those are interesting. You see those a lot. For, yes. Um, so what about annuities. I know people always mm -hmm. worry about annuities. Um, yeah. And, and older people think annuities are great things because they don't really like being in the stock market so yeah. much and it's a little bit more guaranteed. But in our business anyway, we do have a lot mm -hmm. of clients that, that have been advised to buy annuities. Maybe it's so that they can qualify for a public benefit. Mm -hmm. or maybe it's just the security of a long-term investment. So yeah. how could this potentially be fraudulent Mm -hmm. or a scam. Sure, and so we always want to, the question we ask to figure that is this fraudulent, when we look at it, is really, is this a suitable investment for someone? And so sometimes what we see is this annuity expands longer than their lifespan. Oh, yeah. So this is your 100 uh -huh. year old that gets a 20 year annuity. Uh -huh. That mm -hmm. perhaps that, that doesn't really make sense. Mm -hmm. um, that's really where we see that that could get into that um, fraudulent aspect. Um, but or, or if at least not fraudulent, maybe at least unethical, yes, right? Yes, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. and, it, uh, and it's not suitable. Right. So, um, so that's one sign, you mm -hmm. know, maybe is, it's just it, the longevity of it is, yes. so that's a sign of an investment scam and or then a fraud. It, yes, and then annuities have to be registered. They are an insurance product, they have to be registered with our office as well as the person selling it. And that's an hu another huge red flag is if you look at, for this person that's selling you this product and they're not licensed. Um, that's another huge, huge thing we see. So how do you know that they're not licensed? Do you ask them or did they tell you? So I'm sure you could ask them and they uh -huh. might tell you, right. but always you can call our offices. We okay. can look for that for you. Um, you can go to brokercheck.com. That's okay. run through FINRA and you can FINRA look. FINRA is? Oh, yes. Help me out with there. So that is. I think I know what it is, but mm -hmm. our viewers probably yeah. don't know what FINRA is. I know, right? and then what what does that stand for? Financial something, something, fin something. Yes, exactly. Is Finan that it? It is. It's, like the, it's, it's the regulatory authority over broker-dealers. And just so everybody knows, it's F-I-N-R-A. Mm -hmm. So I guess if you Google on or you put that yeah. in your search engine, it'll come up. But, and brokercheck.org okay. is really what is going to come up to help you. Gotcha. So you're looking for them to be licensed, you're looking at the longevity of the investment, mm -hmm. it, does it make sense for them in relationship yes. to the rest of their money, yes. so to speak, yes. Yes. and then um, that you have a licensed or registered agent. And mm -hmm. that the product is licensed with us. The product mm -hmm. is licensed mm -hmm. as well. Have to yeah. be, they have to be registered. What are some other things that you may be looking for, you know, or, or event, you know, that a, 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 that a potential investor may be looking for that are maybe sort of signs of mm -hmm. maybe I should run away from this or yeah. maybe at least contact your office. Yeah, so one, like we talked about this researching 
Yes. I really do think that prevention aspect is the most yeah. important. Like have, not only are they licensed, Google them. Because a lot of times what we see is a scam will start in another state and they'll just cross lines. Mm -hmm. And they'll just come to another city. And so your Better Business Bureau, like do just do a quick Google search and with their name and see what's coming up about them. Right. Um, I think also asking for your documentation. If it's a legitimate business, they should be able to send you any business plan, prospectus. Do, is there any misspellings on it? Like, does it look like it was made in a hurry? Mm -hmm. Does it look like there was some thought put into it? Mm -hmm. um, are there grammatical mistakes mm -hmm. with it? Um, I think some of that. And then the aspect of this pushing. I think that's a, always a huge tell is if, if you're, you're going to miss out if you don't invest in this immediately. Right. Like, you trust me. Really lean into me. Like, believe me. You don't need to worry about logic here. Like, mm -hmm. And do you understand it? That's the other piece, too, is if you don't understand what you're investing in, then mm -hmm. don't invest in it. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good advice. Mm -hmm. What are some other tips to avoid investment scams? And, and and yeah. So a couple of things that we tell, especially because we find that the people who really catch this a lot of times are the kids. It's not always going to be the senior. And so like, check their bank statements. Like really check and check, check your financial returns. Like how often is things being traded? What's mm -hmm. going on with that? Really be keeping track of your investments. Don't just ignore them for a period. Um, and just really do your research mm -hmm. and checking at their lives. And I would say 90% of the time, really what we see, or most of the time, I don't know if 90%, that may be too high. But most of the time, the people that are scamming people are unli unlicensed. So mm -hmm. I just like cannot reiterate that okay. enough. So. So I, let's say I've been scammed, or my, um, you know, a, a, a friend or mm -hmm. my loved one has been scammed. What are my options then? So your options are first contact our offices, the Securities Division. You can contact us. The Securities Division. In Commerce and Insurance, okay. and we have an investigative unit, investigations unit that can investigate into this. Okay. Um, and you also can contact the police, and. You can do a civil suit. Those are really your options. Okay, so police, your office, Tennessee Department of Commerce mm -hmm. and Insurance. Insurance. Mm -hmm. and this, yep, yeah, and then mentioned. maybe Metro or whatever, mm -hmm. local police department. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Adult Protective Services, maybe not? So Adult Protective Services, they have to have government funds tied into it. Okay. So a lot of times that's not really yeah. what we're dealing with. Right. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. okay. What's the likelihood of folks getting their money back if they've been mm. scammed? So it's really unlikely and we really want people to understand that because I think one an individual who's scamming you probably spins it as soon as they get it. Right. Um, but a lot of times we and we don't have the authority to go and do that. Which is why the most important thing is investor education. Exactly, that prevention Don't aspect. get scammed. Yes. Then you won't get, you know, you won't run across this problem. Exactly. Maybe, exactly. The, maybe the scammer will be punished, but who knows whether you'll get your money back. Exactly. Is that right? But we want to make sure a lot of times the scammers will repeatedly do it. Yeah. And so report it because right. you want to prevent it from happening right. to someone else too. Okay, well we're talking to Amber Lovelady, the Director of Investigative Education in the state of Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Amber, we're going to put your contact information up yeah. here. Uh, to file a complaint, see where I'm, yes. we're looking at the monitor here, 741-5900, or there's this well, very long URL there. Yes. So I, so I guess you put in Tennessee, file a complaint, or whatever it is, yeah, and it'll come up. Yeah, search securities can we put, can we put your phone? Can we put your name in there? Sure. Put your name up there, and then yeah. we'll, uh, you'll, we'll find you, right? Yeah, that's right. All right. All right. Amber, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for, for your time. time.
and for sharing the information you have. And so please stay with us when, when we come back. We'll be speaking with the Nashville Metro Police Department, or at least somebody there from, the, <laughs> from Metro, so yeah. stay with us. Thanks.